Hey, y'all. Thanks for downloading this episode of Common Creatives. This is Will. Uh, Joe and I wanted to take just a minute at the beginning of this particular episode to address the stuff that's going on in the country right now. We have ongoing protests against police brutality and police mistreatment of citizens. We both live in Louisville, Kentucky, where we've had at least two people killed by police. One, Breonna Taylor, who was killed in her home after they served a no-knock warrant and essentially just broke into her home without announcing themselves. And so the protests are ongoing. Uh, We're a pop culture podcast. We're not a uh, political podcast specifically. But that said, we just want to take a second to signal our support of these movements and our support of broad systemic police reform so that our citizens can be safe uh, and the members of our community can be safe. In the description of this episode, I'm going to include, rather than including our typical podcast suggestion and info about our stuff online, I'm going to include several links to local Black Lives Matter movements and funds, uh, particularly the Louisville Community Bail Fund to help people who have been put in jails because of standing up to police injustice and police brutality. So if you're not already familiar with these organizations, go look at them, follow them on social media if you do social media, and give money where you can, support how you can. If you feel your role is going to protests, then go to protests. If you don't feel like that's your role for whatever reason, do whatever you can to support these types of democratic movements, even if it's just learning and educating yourself. But also, if you're able to, I know it's a hard time economically for a lot of people, but donate to bail funds, donate to these pro-democratic and pro-human movements that are happening because we're all one community and we have to do our best to take care of each other. So uh, I'll include those links in the description of this particular episode. Thanks so much for listening. Otherwise, this will be a pretty normal episode, uh, as will things going forward. So thanks for your time and enjoy this episode. You're listening to a Rock Candy podcast. You have arrived at your destination. beer right in front of me so i'm good to go that's good yep i got a very small bourbon because i'm taking dolly on a walk after oh gotcha gotcha uh, you don't want a drunk walk yeah (laughs) it's more it's more like i just want to save that feeling for after that yeah i get that yeah yeah i understand and also it's the kind of thing where if you have if you have a drink like a real an actual drink and you can feel it in any capacity i feel like walking is not the thing that you yeah. want to do. It like it's, like it's time yeah. to it's let's re- sink. It's rest time. Yeah, yeah let's exactly. sink into... Yeah. Oh, so I did something today that you did last week, maybe, or something, which is that I got my first non-professional home haircut. Nice. So, yeah. How'd it go? Um, Was it a disaster? No, it actually went really, really well. Did it make um, your palms sweat a little bit? I was nervous. Yeah. Yeah. I was nervous. Um, I talked to Maggie about it, and she was like... I was like, could you do that? And she was like, yes. And I talked to her about it a week or so or two ago. And my hair was just getting, it looked fine, but to me it was just unsustainable. I just hate it. Yeah. Like when the sides of my hair get too long. Man, mine didn't uh, look fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was it was yeah. 
almost five inches in the back yeah. already. Jeez. Like yeah. ponytail. Like I was sure. ponying. I was ponying up. Yeah. Well, and you and I saw you from a distance. We're we're being responsible. We're you know. Yeah. Um, but I saw you from a distance when I dropped your birthday present off at your house, and I couldn't really see. Like I sort of saw. But I, tuck, I, I I spend most of my time tucking it under the hat. <laughs> tucking it under the hat. But you yeah. went real short. You like Yeah. It's you, the shortest I've been it. since probably eight. Yeah. Eight years old. But how's it feel? How is it? How's it's the great. experience? Yeah. It's yeah, it's took a little bit of getting like used to in the sense that like, do I look stupid now? Nah. But nah. I feel great. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um absolutely showers have been awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Like drying your hair after a shower. Your, yeah. There's nothing um, to it. Yeah. So it's been it's been eight days already since I did that. Sure. Um, yeah. Which is crazy. That feels like it just did. Yeah, that's wild. Um, and it grows pretty fast. So I'm I'm already sure. about due for a trim on the sides. So gotcha. what it, we we did like a quarter inch on the sides in the sure. back. Yeah. Eighth inch on the very bottom of the back, and mm-hmm. then a full inch on top. So gotcha. it's um it doesn't a full inch that doesn't sound very short. It's it was short. Yeah. It was like pretty much a pretty much I mean buzzed in the sense that like we yeah. used a clippers on everything clippers right? yeah, yeah yeah totally um so this next round i think i'm just gonna have have her cut the sides in the back and gotcha let, let the top kind of stay top, yeah let it go out a little bit yeah um yeah my, the top of my head I've, I've liked it getting a little bit longer like i've been letting it go anyway um even sure. before everything happened so i just had like i asked her to like try to recreate what i usually get which is like a uh something like a fade like you use different guards yeah. at different levels High or whatever. And tight yeah yeah but no she did she did uh, a really good job it was good there's like a couple spots that you can kind of tell it wasn't just a straight up professional but no yeah. like gaps nothing you know sure it was one of those things where i had made my peace with i'll wear a hat for a couple weeks but yeah. um but no like i'm into it too. i really like it cool so yeah i've been wearing a hat significant significantly less yeah 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 um in a the nice morning the first haircut. thing i used to do was pop a hat on yeah. not doing that and don't get it's me good. wrong i like a good hat oh yeah like but, no i'm not getting rid of the hat sure i'm yeah, a, yeah. i've like become it. a hat hat man you are you're a hat man yeah yeah um, my my emoji wears a, a, a <laughs> that's true black cap true. straight you know that's just yeah. part of me now it's made it's made its way all the way into the, the yeah. digital representations of you yeah. um welcome everybody i'm gonna say we've started <laughs> yeah welcome to the common creatives podcast i'm the doctor that's the maestro so yeah all i had all i had for an opening was talking about talking about my non-professional haircut you remember so. uh, our conversation about the word fun and yes funny? i do i sure do yeah I'm going to tag tag a couple more onto that. Let's do it. Let's talk about the senses, the human senses. Yeah. And let's talk about who decides the <laughs> E version of those senses, whether yeah. they're good or bad. Oh, yeah. Sure. Smell. Sure. Yeah. Smelly. That's bad. bad. That's bad. Negative. It's taste. Yeah. Tasty. Tasty. Good. That's good. Yeah. It's good to taste. It, um, why? Yeah, I don't know. Who ch- who de- Who decides? Also, why is there not one for the visual field? I mean, I know that like to see is the thing. So yeah. like that's the verb. So C E doesn't work. C E um, looky. Looky. Yeah, it's very looky. Yeah. Uh I don't even know what that would mean. Or, or okay, okay, here's another one. Okay. Uh, feely. I think yep. that's touchy, bad. feely. Yeah. I well, yeah. okay. So it I guess it could be split. I'm thinking if you describe a person as feely, it's like get your hands off me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or something. It's negative. Yeah, it's negative. Yeah. <laughs> but touchy feely, it might be like no, I guess it's still sort of still, bad. Still, still kind of bad. Still is yeah. bad. Yeah, that's good. It's I weird. like this. Yeah, it's yeah. like you're it's like you're developing a new uh, segment of the show. 
I think about this stuff <laughs> often. Yeah. Hey, yeah. what'd she do? What? What'd she do? What? 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 Who do? She she walked home alone at night is what she did. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I was just getting ready to say. Well, there's no <laughs> there's no segue. Um, it wasn't a segue. It was just you just got us there. Yeah. Yeah. There's there was you no connective tissue between no. what we were. No. So today we are talking about the. I was going to say the film, and mostly I think that's going to be true. But I'll just uh, say yeah, we're, I think we're mostly. Yeah. But I'll just say we're talking about a girl walks home alone at night and mm-hmm. leave it there, and we can expand it a little bit. Um, yeah. I. Uh, I, yeah. I I was only doing it on my iPad and phone. I couldn't get the comics to work. Okay, fair enough. Um, probably that's, would work on my computer. That's actually you, fine. You sent me some yeah. some co- some comic book action to check out because For of sure. course this type of movie would have of course a, a comic book yeah. companion. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you introduce the listeners and I guess me to <clears throat> this this a girl walks home alone at night. A girl walks home alone at night <clears throat> is um. An Iranian vampire spaghetti western. <laughs> yeah. Uh, directorial feature debut from Anna Lily Amarpour. And it is in black and white mm-hmm. and Farsi. Yeah. With English subtitles. Yeah. It's about a skateboarding vampire, or yeah. Joe Bob would say a vampiress. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, floating through yeah. the streets of Bad City. Yeah. Yeah, basically trying to uh, decide who she's going to devour next. And she also wears, and I assume this is the correct terminology for it. She wears a hijab, right? It's it's uh, a chador, a chador. Oh, chador. a chador. Oh, okay. Yep. Apologies then. I've heard chador and yeah. chador. Does that um, reference the uh, sort of long element of it, or is it uh, th- have to do with I- uh, head? Situ- I mean, as the religious study scholar, I should know this shit. <laughs> yeah, but um, I don't I'll, know it offhand. I'll just take a. I'll just talk out of my butt for a second. Sure. And take a wild guess. Okay. I would assume the difference is the flowy cloak yeah. nature of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. First of all, and second of all, maybe it. I. Uh, I also want to want to say that it's um maybe different parts of different. What, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, geographical uh, maybe oh, yeah, like yeah. i think maybe oh, yeah. depending on where you yeah yeah no definitely <sighs> just that's that's how i speak sure yeah, that's no, how totally. i talk now <laughs> that's just me <laughs> you're doing great like, you're killing it yeah just you know they might wear different pl- things where yeah you know where they live different places of yes yeah I, I was looking into it a little bit and it does look like that's what it is it's common in iran uh it's yep. a large piece of cloth that's wrapped around the head and upper body leaving only the face to show um yep. so maybe it has to do with the singularity of it being one piece of cloth i'm not sure yeah um but yeah so it is it is definitely you know location based or geographical uh, yeah, differs from culture to culture. I am sure. So yeah. So the cool. uh, so the the spark of this movie, this the idea of this movie, mm-hmm. came from uh, the director Anna Lily Amarpour. We'll yeah. call her. It's it's a hard name. It's it's a long name. We'll we'll call her. Uh, we'll call her. Uh, Amarpour. Uh, Amarpour. That's, that's a little. It's Amarpour. Yeah. Her last. I've name also heard it. I've also heard it. Amirpour. Oh really? And I've heard okay. it a couple other ways, but I think sure. Amarpour is the word I'm going with. Sure. So Amarpour was on a on a uh, uh, the set of a uh, short film that she was shooting, mm-hmm. and I think the short film. So she's uh, has Iranian family background. Um, yeah. she was not born in Ar- 
Iran, Iran. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She lived in Miami for a little bit. She then she lived, I think, moved to Bakersfield, California. Sure. Um, I think she might have been born in Europe. So okay. she's kind of she's a a child of many yeah. worlds, if that makes sense. Sure, sure. But she's always been, I think, very interested in uh, that uh, heritage. Uh huh. Um, so she's actually made a few different shorts with Iranian characters. Yeah. And I think the one that she's talking about, it was a, a short of, about two kind of coming of age teenagers in Iran mm-hmm. yeah. talking about just normal, weird, gross puberty things like yeah. body hair and how weird it is. And sure. It, and that's kind of the short. Like, and I think to her, it's like, okay, when you think about this part of the world, all the stories are about, uh, are, are, are kind of tragic and heavy and sure. bleak but you know yeah there are teenagers growing <laughs> yeah, up course. and living normal lives also so yeah. so she 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 uh made this short film and one of the crew was wearing a chador mm-hmm. and she asked to try it on mm-hmm. and she tried it on and she's like the first t- thing she felt was she's like i felt like a bat and yeah. i felt super badass and powerful yeah yeah and she she was like you know but also i also understand that like then I just got to take it off of free will. True. So like right. that moment of putting this thing on and made her feel like a character, right? Yeah. Um, she's like, I just wanted to get on a skateboard and start and just fly. And then she's like, how has nev- no one ever thought that the Chador is yeah. is the on a skateboard, a girl on a skateboard <laughs> is is an, uh, uh, an uh, yeah. Iranian vampire? Like, yeah. Am I the only person that's had this thought? Yes. First of all, probably yes. First of all, yes. (laughs) Um, And the fact that she's like, it was so obvious is something I love about this director. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. She seems like quite a character in her own right. Absolutely. uh, She seems like a very Um, idiosyncratic, interesting person. (laughs) So I think it'd be cool Um, to dig into that a little bit. There's there's an interview with her and Roger Corman. Oh, yeah. He spends his time kind of like trying to get into like the, the... um, he, he, he like approaches her on a, on her level. He's like, yeah. you know, I, I did, um, psychedelics once before shooting a movie, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. he was like being the cool Roger Corman yeah. asking her about like, so, you know, why do you think you wanted to write this story about a vampire? Yeah. And she's actually, her comic timing's really good. Oh, um, nice. She just seems genuinely kind of like, uh, like a funny person, but yeah. also really odd. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, just kind of want to live forever. Like mm. I kind of want to outlive any everybody, and I'm okay with being lonely. I just never want to die. <laughs> wow, <laughs> um, and that's super interesting. That's but anyway, yeah. Anyway, check check that out. I think it's probably on YouTube or something. Cool, at, yeah. at some point, but um, yeah. So she's she's basically just developed this character, right? Mm-hmm. This character, mm-hmm. this girl. She just calls her the girl, the vampire. Yeah. yeah. And um, she wrote a short, wrote and shot a short film, and it's called "A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night." And the plot is a girl is walking home alone at night Mm -hmm. and this creepy dude starts to follow her. I haven't seen this, but uh, this is, this is what I understand. Yeah. And it ends with her eating him. Right. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. a nice little flip, flip at the end. Yeah, totally. And she loved the character so much. She's like, I have to write this feature. And I think she wrote it ridiculously fast. Like just like super excited. Things were just falling into place. She was meeting people at like, Rock shows this this guy is, uh, named uh, Colin Henna, I think mm-hmm. he was in a band called Federali. Okay, and it's basically a spaghetti western style instrumental band that 
has a little bit more of like a horror and she, yeah. he's like yeah, yeah you yeah, can yeah. use all the music of mine you want and she's oh, like okay great. that and that made up like you know a third of the soundtrack wow yeah. so all of these things were it was one of those things where she just got really excited about this idea and she's like yeah. this has to be my yeah first feature yeah. right yeah i could talk more and more so i'll, I'll let yeah, you yeah no in. no and we will and this is one of just for the listeners this is one of the rare episodes where i have no notes um i watched the oh film. i gotta send you a picture of my notes they're so <laughs> oh long God. it's this like this is why this is why i have no notes because yeah. this is one of joe's favorite films i love uh, this movie he loves this movie and rightfully so but it's one of those things where it's like i'm not i'm not even feigning to be anything like an expert on this uh, sure it's you know i'm gonna be asking questions and pointing out things that are probably obvious but yeah no so uh so she makes this film it uh released in what 2014 is that right yep. something like that 2014 yeah. comes out in 2014 and Took sundance by storm yeah i was gonna say it yeah. ended up being like a, a pretty big hit in terms of yeah. at least art house mm-hmm. theaters and and film yeah. goers and stuff like that and it is an art film is that fair yeah yeah um, yes it's not a complete like weird experimental film. Like it has a narrative structure. Right. So you see regular, you know, but to, like to a lot of people and to like the Joe Bobs of the world, it yes. feels like a pretentious art house film. Yes. But knowing and listening or hearing the director talk and, and to find out the things she's into, yeah, this is the most unpretentious art film that I know of. Really? Okay. Yeah, she's like really like into like pop culture and yeah. Bruce Lee and like yes. just the the music and the tone and the the vibes. It's like she's not trying to like say something you can't you couldn't yeah. possibly understand. Like there was a there was a review where. Uh, one kind of like uppity critic was like, well, in order to under the, understand this movie, you have to know X amount of uh, Iranian history and, you know, all this stuff. And yes. it's like, no, 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 no. Like yeah, this yeah. is, you, I think you're completely missing what she's trying to do. Interesting. Okay. So yeah. as as I was rewatching this film, I'd seen this probably twice, I guess, or something like that. You saying she's a big fan of pop culture makes complete sense. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you have several pop culture references in the movie. Right. Um, the vampire's bedroom. Which yes. do we do we get the name of the vampire in the movie? Mm, I don't uh, think so. Weirdly, I'm actually yeah. girl. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you get every most most everyone else's names. Most everyone else, yeah. Um, but in the background, I mean, she's got a thriller poster on the wall. Is it yeah. thriller? Yeah. Um, it's well, what's great about it is yeah, it's it is, but it isn't. Okay, that was everything's be, re- re- recreated good. for Bad City. That was going to be my um, next question because there's a Madonna poster and it's, Chris, that's Chris Margaret. Yeah, that's Margaret Atwood. Really? Yes. Wait, Margaret that's At- Margaret Atwood, Atwood agreed to let her use her face to oh recreate a bad city version of Madonna. That's amazing. <laughs> so cool. Because yeah. I was Chris watched this with me um, yesterday. I guess we watched it, and I was like, "Is that a Madonna poster?" I was like, "Clearly, it is a Madonna poster, but like, it doesn't look like Madonna." <laughs> so I it was, is and yeah, it isn't exactly so there's a madonna reference poster with Margaret Atwood. that's so good there's a michael jackson reference poster that yeah looks i want like to say that the she the director amarpour is one of the characters on oh. one of the posters yeah so that makes total sense um when you say she's a fan of pop culture also yeah. just there's lots of like kind of i mean you know sort of hipstery kind of aesthetics in it right yeah they're listening yeah, to totally. things on cassettes fair yeah um there's like a disc and i mean that in the most affectionate way but like sure you yeah. know there there there's she has a disco ball in her bedroom that's like spinning 
she's listening. I think she's playing things on vinyl when the two of them mm-hmm. are hanging out, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no. So that makes total sense. And then the other thing, and I don't know if you want to get into this this early. We can postpone Why it not? or put a pin in it. But my cl- notes are all over the. I don't have any structure to these notes. Okay, good. Well. We were obviously going to get to this, but Tarantino is a super huge looming shadow over this movie, right? Yes. Um, she, I mean, she's been referenced as the female Tarantino. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that's the other thing where when you say she loves pop culture, it makes complete sense because it's like she is also referencing... Um, right. Not just with Madonna posters on the wall, but also in terms of how she uses the form of movies, uh, yes. how she made the movie, the shots she gets, um, her use you know, of like the text at the beginning of the film, her use of music. All these things are yeah. very referential. You know, and, and, and that's what's great is that she's not she's not referencing Tarantino. She's right. referencing all the things that Tarantino also references. Okay, so that was going right. to be my question. Yeah, because like as I watched it, I was wondering about that. I was like, are these yeah. secondhand references to some extent? or maybe, I mean, maybe. Yeah. You know, she probably grew up... I think she's probably like uh, just under 10 years older than we are. Okay. Yeah. She's about 10 years older than we are. Sure. So she, when, you know, she was probably a teenager when, you know, Reservoir Dogs came out. Yeah. yeah. So obviously the Kevin Smiths of the world and the Tarantinos of the world are going to be a big influence um, for a filmmaker like this. Yes. But at the same time, she didn't make this movie until she was like 40. Oh, wow. Really? So she's not like a young kid who's like just copying her favorite filmmaker. It's like, no, she's, she's put in the work at this point, you know, to make the thing she wants to make. Huh. And I can't imagine Tarantino making this movie. Sure. Sure. What makes you say that? It's just, a different tone it's a different yeah. lens like yeah. her characters don't talk to each other the way tarantino's do that's a great tarantino point. Yeah. is so obsessed with these long drawn out scenes where his yeah. the characters are just talking 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 true, talking true duking it out and and her characters like there's a there one of my favorite sequences of the movie is mm-hmm. one of the longest sequences or at least feels like the longest sequences not a single word spoken yeah. it's two shots yeah it's a wide shot on a bedroom. She starts playing a record. That's right. And then he slow. He's in the Dracula. Yes. Uh, Ashar is that his name? I Asher think so. Ashar something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. He's he's probably starting to come down off of his ecstasy a little bit. Oh right, yeah. And he's laying on the bed. He slowly gets up. Yeah. Walks up to the the disco ball, mimicking the same way he was looking at the street lamp, and yeah. just spins it. Yeah. Then it cuts to a. Uh, a one shot uh, of her kind mm-hmm. of medium yeah. and she's on the far right end of the frame and she just stays there for a while by sure. herself until slowly he creeps into the frame. Yeah. And then after that is over and that, that's such a great sh- scene, right? Yeah. 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 Because it's like, it's kind of touching. There's like some uh-huh. tension, but then she slowly turns around. They're looking <laughs> at each other and then she starts to push his head back. Yeah. And then you're like, Oh no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know she's that's a that's a a tense contem, contemplation of yeah. do I bite or not? And do then she slowly person? just lays her head on his chest yeah. and then and then the scene's over. Mm-hmm. Tarantino's not doing that. No, that's a good You know point. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like that scene in particular is what comes to mind when I hear folks call this an art film, right? The yeah. fact that that and one particular other scene, but that scene really pops to mind where it's like no dialogue 
super yeah. music heavy, very reliant on music, very reliant on music and composition, right? Yes. And it yes. is there is there are cinema. Good, yeah, there are good performances happening there. I don't want to undersell that. Um, and there is that building tension of is she going to eat this guy or not? But I feel like for the most part, that shot is about the visual and that shot is about the music, which to me makes perfect sense as to why yeah. you would like this movie so much. <laughs> you yes. know what I mean? <laughs> but it's also just about the feeling. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no dialogue and it doesn't, pl- it, it, but it does play a key point in like the yeah. narrative. Sure. You know, it's these two characters, they're both struggling, looking for something. Yeah. And this is the point where they come together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, now, Tarantino is big into dialogue, big into plot. True. He's he's like, we got to we gotta trick people into thinking they know what's going to happen. Then we're going <laughs> to hard left turn. We're going to pull the rug out from under him, right? So That's Tarantino. <laughs> She's not doing that. Would David yeah. Lynch do that? Yeah. David Lynch doesn't care about plot. Yeah, true. He'll, he'll have, a, he'll have a, a quick thought of, oh, you know what would look weird? Yeah. Yeah. Let's shoot an entire scene that has nothing to do with the movie. Yes. And either figure it out later or not. Yes. It's well, art. And this is the other, I mean, this is the other reference. This is the other side, right? The, so yeah. this is yeah, yeah, yeah. T- when Tarantino meets David Lynch. Yes. Right. And those are the two references that I certainly come away from this film thinking about. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's clear. Those two are clear. And I feel like sure. Lynch is primarily, and it's not to say that she's like parroting either of them. No, but it, yeah, yeah. It, it feels like an homage to me. It feels sure. like it's that kind of, Dave Grohl steal like an artist kind yeah. of mentality of sure. like, okay, you can either A, steal a bunch of stuff and say, look what I made. Sure. Or you can say, here are the things I love. Yes. This is how I, this is my contribution yeah. to the conversation. And, to and that, it feels more like that. To, like she's not yeah. tricking anyone here. No, you know? no, no. And to that extent, she feels like a... She feels like a Tarantino in that way, regardless of the fact that some of her aesthetic choices are Tarantino-y. Um, she feels yeah. like a Tarantino in that way, and she feels like a sort of Kevin Smith in that way, where it's like heavy on reference, right? Yeah. And, and well done, well executed. Like I say, she's not just you know ripping anything off. Sure. She has her own voice that she's bringing to it, but at the same time, yeah. very referential. Another, another yeah. thing that comes up, to my mind, and I don't really know very much about this, um, this film movement, but is uh, French New Wave uh, stuff, right. which was yeah, really... I don't, I don't either, but that's, that's yeah. definitely... Um, I've seen clips of, of some French New Wave movies, but, uh, but I know that Tarantino is very heavily influenced and a lot of the sort of the yeah. visual language of film from him comes from that sort of movement. So, um, yeah. yeah. Is it an art movie? Is it not an art movie? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think the thing that, that I, I do think it's art house. And, sure. and if anything, if you can call that a genre, that's it's it's art house horror, I guess. Sure. But the parts of David Lynch that she kind of utilizes, right? Mm-hmm. He knows how to create a, a tone that can push a narrative forward while disregarding narrative. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, uh, this may not make much sense, but... sure. So this the scene, um, the dancing scene with the uh, yes. the uh, balloon, like yes, it doesn't serve a narrative purpose. That was the other scene that I was going to think about when we talk about art house, yeah, film, yeah. So that scene doesn't serve a narrative purpose in the sense that you need this to understand X, yeah. Y, and Z. Yeah. 
but it evokes something, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, um, and, it, and for those who haven't seen it, I mean, we're operating on the assumption that most people have seen it who are listening to this, sure, but sure. for people who haven't seen it, there is an extended scene with uh, a musical cue where a um, uh, trans person is dancing with a balloon, like a... a yeah. um, is it has it got helium in it? I think it does, right? It's floating. I think so, yeah. And, and they are just dancing around in front of in front of a building somewhere. And it's just this extended yeah. sequence. And this person has been in the film up to this point. Uh, yeah. although not playing a sort of main narrative right. role. Uh, but yeah, it's just this extended and it reads very David Lynch um, to me. Right. Yeah. So, you know, Lynch is, is is thinking, Oh, this this is going to look interesting and it makes me feel a certain way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, just like, uh, you know, David Lynch got into filmmaking because he was a visual artist. Yeah. He was a painter, but then he wanted to start playing with what if a painting can move? (laughs) Okay. So he would, he, he would paint, make a painting, but then he would get a projector and project moving images onto the, onto the canvas. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it was this mixed medium, right? Of art. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, wait a minute, a painting that moves, that's a movie. Yeah. I could do that. Yeah, so yeah, his yeah. his approach isn't like, ooh, I've got a story to tell. It's, ooh, I want to make people feel weird. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I want to evoke um, emotion in the way that visual art often does. Yes. And it's it's clear that that's what she's doing. I mean, we said earlier that like there is a graphic novel that accompanies this, and I've found individual issues, so I don't, I'm not super clear on yeah. what. But she wrote something in the comics format that goes that goes along with this, or expands on the world, or whatever. And there's a there's a sense in which, in that sort of Lynchian sense, that it makes perfect sense because this is so much a movie that relies on visuals. Um, it's yeah. about painting a mood or a vibe or a whatever. Um, yeah, it feels like a yeah. series of dreamlike paintings. Yeah, it does. Um, mm-hmm. That are just super cool. Yes, <laughs> as well. Yeah, um, but not to the extent. I mean, that's the, that's one of the interesting things about this movie to me. I think is that it feels that way, but not really to the extent that like a David Lynch movie does, um, no. or at least some Lynchian movies, where it's like okay, what am I watching? This is just like watching moving visual art. This movie yeah. never crosses into that. It has no. moments where it's like, oh, you let that scene go longer than a traditional, a sort of typical filmmaker would yeah. have. But now, There's there's yeah. narrative structure. There's, yes, there's yes, yes. Uh, the characters start in one place yes. and they end in, a, you know, they, you they know, have arcs. Yeah. You know what's going on. There's no question. Yeah. Yes. You know, but at the same, you know, at the same time, yeah. This this movie specifically was um, the movie. Um, actually, saw something posted on actually Twitter earlier today. A, a yeah. filmmaker friend of mine was was posting a. Uh, These are the five movies that made me feel like I could be I could make my own movie. Yeah. And he went on to make two more two two features. Right. Cool. So yeah. like he he posted five movies that when he watched he thought oh so like this isn't just a um, yeah invitation only club right it's like oh no you can do x y and z and then you have a movie you just make it yeah Mm -hmm. yeah this was the movie that made me feel like i felt i felt like it gave me permission to write my first screenplay yes yes and and only recently have i been really studying like screenplays in a sense of structure and Uh um learning all the rules so that i know when i'm breaking the rules yeah Um, definitely and i don't i don't know that 
for the stuff I'm doing, I don't know how, how um, helpful that is. It could even hinder me at the end of the day to yeah. where I'm like, well, this ha- this needs this yeah, this yeah. theme needs to be stated on page five. It might stifle save you. Save the cat style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can tell that uh, Amarpour doesn't seem to care yeah. about that. Yes. And, you know, Tarantino, he doesn't outline his movies. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, I, I kind of know where the first half of the movie is going. Mm-hmm. Um, I know the characters. I know kind of where they're starting. Then I put them in a room together. And if I'm reading it and the scene's going on a long time, but I'm still not just, you know, uh-huh. you know, I try not to be um, too egocentric about it. Yeah. It's like, you know, I, I, I try to read my scripts like an audience would be seeing them on, on screen. And if I'm, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm still in it, I'm still in it. Sure. Um, regardless of what page count I'm on, yeah, right? Yeah, regardless yeah. of how long the movie is, yeah. if it keeps your attention, it keeps your attention. He's not worried about the rules. He's worried about the individual yeah. artifact that he's making. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like she probably writes in a similar way. Yeah. She understands that there there's a character and the character needs to learn something, um, but she is uninterested in having this, you know, breaking into the second act on, you know, yeah. page whatever you know and but yeah. i think i think you can kind of pick up on that when you watch a movie like this that this isn't like a traditional just mm-hmm. cookie cutter structure and yeah. i think part of that made me feel like oh i don't have to be like this um this film school graduate oh, okay understanding x and she is a film school graduate sure, she knows sure. all of these things yeah. right yeah yeah she went to ucla okay but um i don't know it's uh yeah. this this movie made me feel yeah. Like, I can write a movie, and yeah. I did. Yeah. I wrote my first feature. Um, I think I called you up sure. the, the night where I'm like, I've been thinking about. I've, I've been thinking idea. about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've I've been thinking about a girl walks home alone at night, and I think yeah. I can do this. Yes, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah. And in some ways, I mean, you are. Uh, I won't uh, belabor talking about your uh, the script you're talking about that you wrote uh, that much because nobody's read it who's listening to this but you know maybe a couple maybe a couple yeah um but clearly you are influenced by her um in various ways not not in terms of once again any way that feels sort of like you're parroting anything but right in terms of aesthetic choices and stuff it's one of those things where it's like in watching her movie you go oh tarantino she likes that Oh, she likes David Lynch. Uh, you can see sort of on the yeah. surface some of her influences. I feel like it's the same thing with the particular screenplay that you're talking about. It's like, oh, I can see that. I can see several other movies in there as well, right? Yeah. Um, it's not just like, oh, you're trying to remake this. But at the same time, you can sort of, yeah, you can see that. Yeah, um, and yeah, you know, I've, I've said this before, mm-hmm. and the thing that I love about the movies, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, I love storytelling. Mm-hmm. But there are a thousand ways t- to tell a story and yeah. a thousand different ways to do it. Yep. Um, including like a stage play, mm-hmm. a short story, prose, a novel, yeah. um, a radio show, you know, um, a, a movie, comic, a short film, a comic, a comic. Yeah. Sorry, do- sorry, comic book doctor. God. A yeah. comic book. <laughs> and yeah, if you're not utilizing every and and this isn't mm-hmm. i mean this isn't a completely fair statement because sure. there are lots of movies that don't have any music or yeah, 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 x yeah, y yeah. and z that are just yeah. you know masterpieces mm-hmm. but if you're not utilizing all of these things that you love mm-hmm. um to 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 mush together to make something greater than the sum of its uh wait greater than some yeah greater parts. than some of its parts yeah that sounds backwards 
Right. I've I've always been confused by that that no, that's right. statement. I don't know why okay. we're going there. Fair enough. <laughs> it's like <laughs> we're revisiting your language bit from earlier. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, I I want to dissect this. <laughs> Something greater than the sum of its parts. Yeah. yeah. But it seems like the sum of a, the sum uh-huh. of all of the parts. <laughs> yeah. It's greater than that it's or greater it's greater than, than the individual things. No, no, no. It's greater than the sum of its parts. It is the mo- sum is 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 all of them together. Yeah, though, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what the that's what <laughs> is that the sta- but <laughs> that's what the saying means though. It's like there's some okay. So like to give you a point of contact, like the sum, the, all of the parts of the movie are the score, the composition, the acting, blah 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 blah. And so if you just put all those parts in a bucket, you have the movie. But what you're gonna say is no, no, no. This movie actually ends up being something more than just the sum of its parts, right? Okay. It's not just yeah. those little. Pieces. I- it's when yeah. all those pieces come together in a particular way that creates something new out of them. Um, okay. That's not we, just we, those parts. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you're not going to cut this part out of the episode. I, who, who the hell knows, man? <laughs> we'll see what happens. But uh, I, I mean, yeah. I get that saying, but at the same time, it's like, yeah. I mean, the other way to look at it is yeah. that like, sure, you know, the score alone is, is nothing, but yeah. when you put it with everything else, yeah. it is great. <laughs> But is it better than just all of the parts yeah. added together? I mean, or is it that? Yeah. Well, but <laughs> Do I sound like an idiot? Just no, tell me. I think, no, you don't sound like an idiot. I think you're just trying to read that saying a little bit too literally in which yeah. we would say everything think just the thing, is the sum of its parts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I think that's the, yeah. that's that's the thing that's always confused me is like I, feel like I always felt like I was saying it backwards. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, no, you're saying it right. You, you hear what I'm saying. Yeah, right? I hear what you're saying. I don't saying. sound like a complete idiot. No, no, no. What I were get, we talking about? I get it. <laughs> oh, so, you know, yeah. there are a lot of movies. Like, sure. let's, let's talk about some pulpy movies. Okay. This, is a, this sure. is a pulpy kind of thing. Sure. Yeah, it is. Um, mm-hmm. In a lot of ways. Yeah, I um, mean, exemplified by the fact that there's a Joe Bob, Joe Bob Briggs episode about it. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. yeah. Which he thinks it's he really likes the movie. Sure. He thinks it's a success, but he also thinks it's pretentious. But yeah, I mean, well, I just don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I, we just sure we come from different places. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, anyway, regardless. Yeah. So you watch a movie, uh, a really pulpy movie that's just about plot. It's like yeah. what happens. Uh huh. Let's find out what happens. Sure. Okay, I, I want to watch that again. But but yeah, this movie is not about what happens. No. But it's also not exactly about just living with the characters in a in a character driven sort of way sure um it has that it's more about the feeling of the sum of all its parts yeah 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 right it's it's a it's style it's it's vibe and atmosphere and mood yeah a lot of times over plot yeah Mm -hmm. um it's and that's what's great about film and movies is like it's okay that it's that it's yeah. it's a it's a part of it's a it's a way of using the medium right yes yes it is and in part this is part of the strength of the medium itself which is that there are so many parts to a movie to what we would think yeah. of as a movie that emphasizing different ones emphasizing different elements can all work to be successful right so it's like yeah. you know um i think about <laughs> like to give a weird analogy uh because i'm having a beer right now it's like beer right beer has a number of ingredients typically for but depending on which of those you emphasize you end up with completely different tasting beverages right um and i get you- the saying now when you make it about beer 
really you get it that yeah that brings it home like you can you know yeah. you can put all those ingredients together yes. and it would taste awful yeah of course it's but about, it's greater yeah. than just the the pieces yes exactly there's a little yeah. there's a little extra like i think the saying claw. should be you know what <laughs> it's not only it's this isn't only just the sum of its parts <laughs> <laughs> it's something that's more. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> that's the saying. You just reworded it. It's greater I know, but than I'm, the sum I'm of its parts. I'm putting the emphasis. I'm putting oh, the emphasis. This is excellent. <laughs> I'm just saying the English language is weird. Oh, no, I agree with that. It's weird and that. like, if you were from the outside looking in, sure. Oh, it's greater than the sum of its parts. Yeah. It's like, well, what exactly do you mean by that? Right, right. Well, it's right, like yeah. it's not only just you know, it's yeah. like. You know, one plus one plus one is not three in this instance. It's five. Yeah. Well, it's like three. this is a five. It's this three, isn't a but three. like it's three. But like you get a different feeling when you look at a three than when you look at three individual ones. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but like, y- yeah, I, yeah, I understand what you're saying, but it's yeah, just, it's think, just the saying. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's a stupid saying. Sure. I don't know. I kind of like, like it now. It's like uh, <laughs> I've uh, changed my mind on it. Yeah, already. it's like je ne sais quoi, right? It's like uh, in French, which means like what? I don't know what. It's like an extra inarticulable quality or something. Yeah, it's like he's got a little extra, you know. But anyway, yeah. So I, I think about it that way. So to bring it back to what you were talking about, this film is about certain elements of movies that aren't just plot or character, right? They're yeah. sort of broader, and this is why the analogy with visual art works so well, because it is about these sort of formal elements, right? The actual yeah. form in which it's made. Um, if you write down that scene where they're in the bedroom, where um, the guy and the vampire are in the bedroom, if you write that down in like sentence form, it doesn't communicate nearly as much it doesn't communicate anything of what's communicated right you say oh they're standing in a bedroom together and she considers biting his neck but then she decides not to and lays her head on his chest well that doesn't give you that much what you need is you need that song in the background you need the 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 twirling lights of the disco ball you need the framing of it you need you need the context yes that the 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 irony of she's a vampire yeah and you have this guy that's super high on ecstasy yeah dressed like dracula mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. coming up to her yeah <laughs> you know yeah, and yeah, yeah. you need all um, and, and also you need the time that she takes she's a very patient yeah. filmmaker you need yeah. the time she lets it sit like you sit with them um and yeah. there are several moments like that where you sit with these characters and some of them i won't lie i know you love this movie some of them read as a bit too long for me now and then where sure. i was like i feel like you nah. could drop some seconds no nah, but <laughs> Yeah, but like she is a very patient. It's it it is about the time that she takes to do the thing, Um, which you wouldn't get with just a sort of description. You get that through, you know, the medium itself. So, do you want do you want to take a quick break and uh, listen to a a little a little do an ad break and then come back? Sure. Okay. Might as well. All right. You you're you're on a you're on a. I, I was spending so much time about talking about the wrong stuff. I'm like an eighth of the way through my notes. Oh, so Jesus. let me yeah. let me gather myself. Okay, and yeah, pick gather a yourself and figure out what's important, and then we'll come right back. Uh, okay. All right, check this ad break out, everybody. Bye. Yeah. Hi, I'm Peter Santoscano. I host Bubble and Squeak here on the Rock Candy Network. I tell personal, revealing stories. He whispered, "Did you just masturbate?" Because I felt a terrible presence of evil enter the. I make prank phone calls. 
to the past. Heimbach. General Stahl, Elijah Heimbach speaking. How may I help? Into the future. <clears throat> because my boyfriend and I are just not having enough sex. Always a problem with the pop sex. Yeah, you just have to listen to it. It's too hard to describe. Check out Bubble and Squeak wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, here's here's one thing I want to tag on to the the David Lynch thing from earlier. Okay, right? just yeah. that that kind of reference. Mm-hmm. David Lynch is is famous for for not giving anyone any insight into what his movies mean. Yes, right? yes. His famous answer is no. Yeah. Will you explain so, what that means? No. No. Yeah. And I think when you think about how this movie's put together for some of the things that just feel and look cool, yeah. I think there is so much to David Lynch that's just like, ah, oh, this feels cool and yes. looks cool. Sure. It's in my movie. Yes. Therefore, I mean, there, there's nothing romantic about saying that. So uh-huh. instead, it's like, it's art. I mean, and there, I'm, not, I'm not throwing shade at David Lynch. Yeah. I love this stuff. Totally. Um, and and I, I could be way off base, but to say it's it's art and and kind of take from it what you will um is kind of also what's great about this movie because there have been many many reviews written about this movie about the kind of socioeconomic state of this town in uh, iran and you know all of these things but you know all of those things came from a place of her fictional yeah preference for aesthetics yeah yeah, you know, definitely. she likes uh, she likes uh, what she calls um, ruin porn. Yeah, uh, ruin porn and something, but basically like this kind of yeah decay, right? Yes. Um, so I mean, so that's that. Okay, speed round. Let's talk about characters for a minute. Okay. You know, I'm a character guy. Yes, of course. The girl mm-hmm. almost plays um, the vampire. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Her name's the girl. Yes, I'm not. I'm, it's not like a no. I see talking down yeah, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. thing. It, it may sound like that. that. Is oh, the just the girl. Character's name. No, yes. her name. Her character's name is the girl. Yes. If you didn't have any scenes where you really kind of sat with her in her bedroom, yeah, she feels dangerous. Yes. Um, and she is dangerous. She is. There's always a sense of tension and dread, and she has many interactions with men and boy characters. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And each time, there's a sense of. Uh oh, what's gonna happen? Mm-hmm. The first of which is, uh, I think credits. He's called the pimp. Okay. Yes. So the pimp is just this. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Also, all these characters are really funny. Uh-huh. Uh, there's humor. Yeah. Um, with the way they're pieced together. <sighs> yeah. 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 And here's a little trivia. Um, mom, mute this for a second. You're not gonna like <laughs> what I'm about to say. I know where you're going. Yeah. The tattoo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He has a yes. tattoo on his face. Yes. And she had her mom translate it into Farsi <laughs> for her. The tattoo is called, or says, Pussy Stretcher. <laughs> on his on face. On his face. <laughs> <laughs> and so the, it's, it's And funny. then also he has a tattoo on his neck that just says just sex. Says sex, <laughs> yeah. Um, he's got a Fu Manchu mustache yeah, with yeah, yeah. like no mustache yep. under his nose. Yep, it's yep. just the sides. Yep. Um, he wears a gold medallion chain, yes. an Adidas jumpsuit. Yes. Um, he is absolutely intended to be aesthetically the worst. Right? He's the worst. He is the worst. But at the same time, mm-hmm. it feels like she's designed him from a weird sense of, you know, she's she's like, she grew up uh, around like Mexican gangs okay. and mall culture. Huh, yeah. So I think there's probably something kind of also charming to this character to her. Interesting. This idea of 
danger lurking out. You know, yeah, you, yeah, d- yeah. does that make sense? I think um, so. The way she talks about this character, it's not just like, oh, this guy is yeah. just complete garbage. He is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's something about it to where she's just like, almost kind of like this like weird bad boy kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It, it's, it's, it's complicated. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And that's just from her creation of the character. Yeah. From the outside looking in at this character... He's just yeah, he's the worst. Completely awful. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But I do think she has a complicated view of this character, which I yeah. find really interesting. Sure. So you know, the girl's first interaction is with this guy. Mm-hmm. He sees her for a second time. The first time she was just kind of watching from a distance. He sees her on the street. Oh, that's right. And all he says, all he says is, "Come on." Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she follows him, <laughs> and they go to his home. Yeah. Uh, which has like. You know, the first thing you see in his house is this weird medium shot of a fish tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he knocks <laughs> and they on walk it in, when he's walking And he through. goes up and he just pop, 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 pop right yeah. at the fish. It's like, yeah, yeah. okay, this guy's awful. That's, yeah. Don't do... That's the worst. You know, that's the last thing you should do yep. to, to a fish tank. You're, yep. you're irritating... Yeah, anyway. for no reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then he walks over to his uh, boom box or whatever you oh, want to call right, it. Yeah. Starts playing techno music. Sure. Yep. And yep, this is yep. after snorting his first line of cocaine. Yep, yep. And he just kind of keeps looking over at her, making mm-hmm. eye contact. Mm-hmm. What does he do after he turns the techno on? <laughs> he starts lifting barbells. That's right. Oh, my God. Just dumbbells. Yep, 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 yep. And he's just kind of looking at her, right? Uh, yeah. And then, he, and then he puts those down, turns uh-huh. the music up, yeah. snorts another line of cocaine. Yep. No dialogue. Yep. This is what's happening. Yep. And then they have this interaction up close, and then she lets her fangs out, uh-huh. and then he's, like, scared at first, but then she's, like essentially like no baby it's okay yeah and right, then he right. kind of has a smile on his face like okay yeah. this is weird and kinky yeah. and she pulls his index finger yeah. into her mouth yeah. and she bites it clean off yes which which harkens back to some foreshadowing that happened before when he yes. was doing the exact same thing with another female character before where yeah. she puts his finger in his ma- in her mouth and uh, doesn't a sex worker off. who works yeah. for yeah this guy who he's yeah, exactly. a he's a drug dealer yeah he uh, he basically creates junkies on heroin in the town, yeah. and then he provides them with uh, women, yeah. and he makes money off of both of those things. Sure. He's the worst. Sure. So she bites his finger off, and then and she then slowly spits it out. <laughs> spits it out. <laughs> yes. And then she sticks it in his mouth. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, Before yeah. biting him and mm-hmm. bleeding him dry. So, so let me ask you this question then, because that was one of those scenes where generally, obviously, you're getting to watch this guy just be awful. He's doing coke, and he is, um, which, you know, whatever, but like he's, he's, he's clearly, he's like, getting super high he offers her some at some point he clearly he knocks on the fish tank he's he's lifting weights which is kind of just you know it's not morally wrong it's just unsightly and like yeah it's <laughs> like, funny too it's, it's funny. just it's humorous yeah yeah but like what do you think was the reason for making that scene be so extended do you know what i mean because that was one of the scenes where i was like I don't if they if she decided to lose some of this i'm not sure how much i would lose uh, right do you know what i mean yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying any of it's bad. I think it's interesting to get to sit with this guy while he does all this thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, see, for me, though, like when I'm, I, I rewatched it yesterday, and yeah. when I'm watching it, yeah. as soon as he picks up the dumbbells, yeah. I laughed out loud. Sure. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. this is just. It's so you know, ludicrous. D- does it have to be this long? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could a change of pacing stolen my laugh? Maybe. I don't know. Right, right, right. But it does 
take a long time and the, but the payoff is so good yeah she delivers at the end of the scene sure. it's like like the tarantino thing like the 30 minute long scene in inglorious bastards of the the yeah. the the three uh, German soldiers in the mm-hmm. in the speakeasy mm-hmm. and the three that are pretending to be German. Yes, it's a thirty minute long scene. Yeah, and it completely pays off <laughs> yeah. because he's like he yeah. knows he has you the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Sure. But you know, maybe maybe you know she's not Tarantino. You sure. Know, she she yeah she's you know. doing her own stuff. She has her own pacing for everything. So okay, so we see that like okay she's like kind of like this vigilante, right? Sure. Um, she's she's like oh, I'm I'm gonna. You know, I'm going to feed on the worst. Yep. Might as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a creature of the night. I'm Has a vampire. To eat, I'm going to do that. So there you go. And then every other time, uh, the next time we see her with a man is the main guy. Uh, uh, I, I have his, his name. name. Hold on a second. Ashar? Uh, yeah, Arash. Close. Arash. Yep. Arash. You know, she sees his father. Yeah. And at this point, his father, like, first of all, the, the first time we were introduced to his father, he's shooting heroin between his toes. Mm-hmm. And you can see him Rough. kind of like he's trying to like take his glasses off and he can't quite Oof, do it. That was he, and it's like that was harsh, so visceral. Yeah, because he's so passing simple, out. He's passing out as he yeah. tries to take his glasses off. So Whew. that's you know yeah. the first introduction to the, that character. Yeah. and you know that character. He's he's sympathetic. You know he he sees his son yes. and he, he's he's embarrassed and he says something like, uh, yeah. I even think I wrote it down. Um, he says something. Um, about um the fact that like you know you'd be better off if i yeah I'd yeah just yeah died or yeah, something you'd be better off he says it just, in a funny way though like does, all the dialogue yeah. is funny yeah 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 and then uh ashar ashar arash uh arash yeah arash um his response is well why don't you drink this water first yes yeah yeah. yeah. you know mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. so complicated character yeah the son is is not into the whole like this this drug dealer feeding his father full of drugs yeah but then the drug dealer gets killed by the girl mm-hmm. and the first thing um arash does mm-hmm. is he takes all the drugs yeah all the money right. and he starts selling it yes <laughs> right yes it's so interesting yeah. it's like this that's true that's yeah, true. it's not this squeaky clean like oh he's like he's not going to flush all the drugs. No, well, well he can make he can make some money. He needs yeah. money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he kind of slowly becomes that thing. Yeah. So the way I view this movie is like she starts in a really kind of bad place. She's mm-hmm. a vampire. She's killing everybody. Yeah. He starts in a place of he's just trying to keep his family life together. He trying to keep his dad clean. He his 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 cat who his dad thinks is the the soul of his ex-wife. <laughs> That's right. You know, the first thing that happens is the cat gets out of the house. So sure. the movie opens up on the son grabbing the cat and bringing him home. Right. Bringing her home. So he kind of slowly starts to dive down into as a drug dealer and steals uh, the, the girl with the no, getting the nose job. Um, he steals her earrings. Yeah. Because he has to pay for stuff. This is after he got his st- car stolen f- or taken from the by the drug dealer. Uh-huh. And then you got the girl, and the first thing you see her do is kill a guy. Yep. Then you see her with Arash's father yep. asking for free sex from yes. the woman yep. from earlier. Yep. And she's like, you know, come find me when you have money. This yeah, is yeah. not what this is. Yeah, yeah. And then she, the girl follows him for a minute, but then she lets him go. Mm-hmm. Then she meets this little boy on the street. Yep. And you're like, oh, she's going to eat the little boy. Sure. The little boy seems nice, right? Yeah. So she, it's this cool, like kind of longer tense scene where the boy starts running, but then she's in front of him and he runs in and then she gets down in his face and she says, uh, she says, um, are you a good boy? Yeah. He, he's like, 
Yeah. And she's like, she says, I can take your eyes out of your skull and feed them to the dogs to eat. Are you a good boy? Yeah. And he said, yes. Mm -hmm. And she says, till the end of your life, I'll watch you. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. Be a good boy. Mm -hmm. And then he runs off and then she steals his skateboard and starts skating. Sure. So automatically you see that like, okay, she's not just eating people regardless. Yeah. There's some sort of moral compass there, yep. right? And she ends up not eating him. She doesn't eat Arash. You know, and his character is is shown when they meet. Okay, he's in the party. The girl with a nose job mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. is like being very flirtatious and she gives him the ecstasy and they're dancing together. Mm-hmm. He tries to kiss her and she says, no, don't do mm-hmm. that. Yep. And then he's like, oh, okay. You know, I read that wrong. Sure. He leaves. Then another very attractive young lady walks up to him while he's staring at a light outside yeah. and he says, I'm lost. Where are we? And yeah. she says, bad city. Uh-huh. He walks closer and closer. This sense of danger, like what's he going to do or when, what's she going to do? Yeah. And he says, I'm Dracula. Don't worry. I won't hurt you. Yeah. 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 And then he turns around and walks away. Sure. He has no intent, intent on doing anything harmful or inappropriate with this girl. Sure. And she, I think that's the moment she's like, Oh, he's good. He's good. I'm not going to eat this person. Sure, <laughs> right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she ends up eating his dad, and they still run away together, even though he... Yes. The ending is, you know... It's ambiguous um, a little bit. It's as, ambiguous. As to like, whether he knows that she did that, but I think yeah. he is... It's implied that he kind of figures it out. He kind of yeah. pieces something together because mm-hmm. she has his cat later. So, as I think through this, I like let, let me get to this before we have to wrap up because I, okay. I do want to talk about the comic for a minute. Sure. Because I could only I could only locate um, and I won't say how I did that, but I can only lo- I could only locate the first two issues of the comic, um, and it is also written by Amirpour as well. Some really cool art. It's black and white, really high contrast, a lot like the movie. But it's sort of, at least the first two issues are kind of a recap. It's kind of just an introduction to the character in terms of, like, showing that she has this moral compass, that she kills certain people, that she rides a skateboard. And the comic for me, I won't spend a lot of time on the comic itself, but for me it highlighted some of the parts of the character in the film that I was less crazy about. Not that I didn't like. I, my overall takeaway from this movie in general is I really, really like it. But if I'm bringing a critical eye to it, I do have a little bit of like, I wish there was a bit more of that sort of complicated moral ambiguity of her being a vampire, if that makes sense. I yeah. Part of me wishes she had eaten the little boy. You know what I mean? Sure. Part of me is like, I wish that you're, it, that we could see clearer that your code is kind of problematic sometimes, you know, or, yeah. or something like that. Because, I mean, she, she eats his, Arash's father, and yeah. in that scene, it's very, like, understandable why she would do that. Right. She doesn't know that it's his father. He is being weird and abusive at the time. It makes complete sense. But to me, like, that was sort of the only moment... Or the only super clear moment that we get where it's like, she's not an unqualified just superhero. Because yeah. there is a potential of reading the film that way where it's like, oh no, she's a vampire, but like she's a superhero because she's wearing a cape, she yeah. looks super fucking cool, she's badass, and I wish there was just more complication in there, I suppose. And yeah. so, reading through the comics, like there's a, there's a shot where she is literally perched on a light pole, on a lamp pole, 
a street light that looks like a Batman shot. It looks like it comes straight out of a Batman yeah. shot. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And so I was like, as I was reading through, that was my general takeaway from the two short issues that I read was like, I would read more of this, of course, because I'm interested, but like, <laughs> I don't love the notion of her being a sort of super, I, lo- I love the yeah. notion of her being super badass and interesting, but I wanted more of that like, I'm not sure that I'm on your side because that makes me yeah. feel more of the danger of her. I guess. Sure. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And I, I think, I mean, I think that's there. It's sure. just, no, I yeah, agree yeah, yeah. that it's like leaning pretty hard in one direction. Yeah. And there is, I, I think, she, yeah. you know, I think she, those, those long kind of tense moments, like yeah. it feeling dangerous. Like uh-huh. the first time I watched it, I wasn't sure what she was going to do. Interesting. You know? Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah. I think it's, I don't know. True. No, no, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. And, and you know, watching it yesterday, I'm sure I had a different response than the first time right. I saw it. And so, and so fair enough. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. That was, that was sort of one of my takeaways that, that like it highlighted, the comic highlighted for me the part where I was like, I wish you'd give me something else in the comic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, yep. As opposed to that read on it. You know, but, and yeah. uh, once it, once interesting is like, she's, she has this huge whiteboard of I know this because Elijah Wood was a, yeah. a producer on this uh, that's movie. That's right. We didn't even talk about that. Spectre Vision, yep, right? His Spectre Vision, his uh, production company. Yeah. He uh, went over to her house either before or after the movie was made, and he saw this this huge whiteboard she had that yeah. basically like mapped out like the 187 years the girl's been alive and the types of music she listened to, like every like point in time and like yeah where she started and where she's been so like she's a really well thought out character this is just kind of that slice of life place right sure yeah and you know i I think if it was a thing where like she probably had this idea and and Mm -hmm. spit out the the vomit draft she was excited about it was good they made it um and they probably could have taken more time to like kind of play with those complicated things but at the same time it's there's something very kind of pure about the idea absolutely and one of the things that i really love about this movie in general Mm -hmm. is that it's a type of movie that i'm not surprised that she wrote a comic for it yes because this type of character um you know she has like it's a genre she has like this uniform yeah um very iconic yeah yeah the world is like ours but not This could have easily just been an image comic. Yes. Right. Well, in in interestingly enough, that brings up one other thing that comes from the comic that I will mention. And I don't think this was in the film as well. At least I missed it if it was on my rewatch yesterday. But in the comic, there's a shot of where she introduces Bad City in the comic, and it's there's a there's like a welcome to Bad City sign, you know, like one of those welcome yeah. to our was that in the film? I don't think so. Yeah, there, maybe in the sign in the comic, it says welcome to bad city or something along those lines and then it says established who knows population who cares like <laughs> on the sign and so it's this very this very clear sort of hyper realism so yeah yeah in, in in the wake of my you know pseudo critical r- response that i just gave i would also say yeah. i would read a bunch of issues about this world like yeah. give me an ongoing yeah. comic about this character in this world etc etc because i think there's you know tons tons of interesting potential and the vibe is super cool so i'd also love to see where this movie leaves off like mm-hmm. does does he become a type of familiar for her to like help her do like yeah. feed, sure. you know, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it's implied at the end that he understands that, Oh, she has my cat. Yes. We're leaving town. Yes. She probably killed my dad. Yes. But he's also probably thinking you kind of did me a, 
not a favor, but uh, 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 it's kind of a mercy, right? Yeah. For this, because this guy was obviously that's a good point. You know, th- his first bit of dialogue is like, I, I, I should just die. That's a really good point. <laughs> I hadn't put that together. Yeah, that makes yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Because there was a part of me as I was rewatching yesterday where I was like, if he has put this together, why is he leaving with her? Yeah, and that's a good that's a good point. I hadn't I hadn't really considered that. So. All right, well, do you want to rate this film, or do you have any final thoughts? I know this is one of your favorite films, so I want to give you the space to yeah. um, say all the the thoughts you have, because I'm sure you yeah, have tons. Um, I have so many notes, it's like, yeah, sure. I, I, I wouldn't even know where to start, so we'll just, sure. uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll save it, we'll save it for okay. a, uh, well, maybe we'll do an uh, Anna Lily Amrapur yeah, yeah, sure. episode sure. and cover She's got a, a, a new movie coming out fairly soon. Yes, it um, sounds super interesting. I was reading about it yeah. today, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just read the little blurb about it, but it was like I haven't seen the Bad Batch, and uh, yeah, and, the Bad yeah. Batch is arguably not as good. Yeah, sure. But the world is just oddly the way I heard about this director first. Uh-huh. Heard or got interested her in her as a director was yeah. You know, we had watched this movie together. Shortly sure. after that, I saw a post from my. Uh, my neighbor um growing up oh yeah um yeah, my yeah, next door yeah. neighbor growing up uh she was born an amputee so she only has one arm yeah yeah, yeah. and uh she lives in california mm-hmm. and she took a casting call for a movie and she has a scene in in the bad batch That's where right. jason momoa basically goes up to her right before eating her and she's just begging and pleading for her life sure yeah and he puts on a pair of headphones to drown it out um kind of thing it's just all these big muscly Uh cannibals you know eating people and then this girl played by sugi waterhouse trying to figure out how not to get eaten yeah worth watching um i really dig it just because i really like the but it's not a girl walks home alone at night yeah yeah we got it we'll do an episode on her in the future yeah for sure all right well uh do you want to rate this uh Girl walks home alone at night. Yeah, I'm dude. I'm giving it. I'm giving it a solid. I love this movie. Ten out of ten. Uh, I'm gonna choose nice. infinitely spinning disco balls because mm. that disco ball does not slow down after she starts after he spins it. Right. That's a good point. It just keeps going. That's true. Ten out of ten. I knew this would be your rating. Uh, yeah. There's no. There's no why, way around it. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why would I? Why would I take something that I love so much? Yeah. And, yeah is it flawed? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Do I care? I have yeah. zero I zero cares as to as to whether this is flawed yeah, or not. I course, love it. Of course. I yeah. want to live in it. And the yeah. you know the here's the last thing I'll say. The thing yeah. she's like she's talking to Roger Corman <laughs> in this interview yeah. and she's talking about he's talking he's like, "You know the the music choices are really interesting. There's really good stuff." And uh-huh. she's like, "You know, he's like, "Can you explain that?" And her response was, "Yeah. Who can explain how you can hear a song and yeah. just want to crawl inside of it and uh, live. Yeah. Like, who can explain that? Like, she's yeah. like, I, and in that sense, when she was <laughs> writing the script, she's like, yeah. I scored scenes to the mute, like the, the scenes in this, in the, in the, and you can see it, yeah. you know, on the screen, but the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the scenes in the script were scored yes. to the music versus the yes, music. Yes, being scored yes. to the scenes. Oh yeah. Music but, is a key part. Yeah. Which, I want to, I want to crawl inside of this movie and just live there. I yeah. love it. I mean, I, it makes total <laughs> sense. This is a film that, that foregrounds comp, uh, composition, character and music. Um, yeah. And also it's just a super fucking cool world. So it makes, yeah. it makes total sense that you'd be into it. Um, all right. So I'm not going to rate it as high, obviously. That's um, okay. I probably should have rated it first to let your 10 out of 10 be what we left off on, but I'm going to give it, I also love this movie. It's not like one of my darlings, like it is yours. So as I'm thinking through, I love 
the character, I love the world building, I love Bad City, I love the fact that you have different types of representation that are super, super cool that you typically don't get in films, both on religious identities and then also like, you know, a trans uh, trans characters and etc, etc. Super, super cool. The, the black and white, uh, I didn't even talk about like the sort of clear influence of film noir, which I yeah. enjoy. Um, super cool. All of it's really good, worth your time. I already mentioned some of my critiques, so I'll leave those uh, as they were. I don't want to harp on them, but I will give it a... uh, I think I'm going to do a 7.5 out of 10 slowly spit out bloody fingers. That's what I'm going to give it. Because that is such an affecting scene. When she just... like She bites it off, and then like the first time I watched it, I expected it to just... I don't know why, but I was just like, well, it's just not going to be there anymore. She bit it off, so whatever. But like when she slowly spits it out and it just... She's it not going to swallow that whole... Like, no, she's not, yeah, exactly. She's not a monster. And it just slides <laughs> out of her lips as this just bloody finger. It's like, oh, that's it, visceral. It, it, so. it, it, it became no longer yeah. part of him exactly like, it's exactly. like it's like something else now Whew. yeah gross yeah i would have i would have gone an extra point higher if she had eaten that little boy but <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> but anyway that's funny uh, i was I, I was close to rating uh, either 10 severed fingers mm, or 10 plucked mm-hmm. eyeball dog treats oh yeah right <laughs> But that's I went with good. the. I love the movie good. so much. I went with the infinitely spinning desc- disco ball because that's how it makes me feel. Of course. All right. So thanks for listening, everybody. This is Common Creators Podcast. Can I? Is it cool if I give throw out a, a quick preview of what we're talking about next time, just in case anybody yeah, you, that sure. listens wants to watch it? And I think I I know this right. If not, I'll cut it out. Well, next time we're talking about an HBO miniseries called uh, The Plot Against America yes. by David Simon. So we'll be talking about that. I think it'll be a super interesting episode, just as this one was because our takes mm-hmm. will be different. So, um, yeah, if I you're looking so. if you're looking to watch that, it's what like 7 8 episodes something like that. It's it's uh, um, it's it's along either those lines. 6 or 8. Yeah, it yeah, may yeah. have just been 6 episodes. Okay, it's, yeah. You it's might a be quick right. it's a it's a quick ish watch. Yeah, it's a quick one. So, there are other parts of it that make it feel a little longer, but I'll get into that. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it. <laughs> All right, cool. So, we're talking about that next time. Uh, this was a girl walks on the London night. We are a dual production of Destination Nation Network here in Louisville, Kentucky, and also Rock Candy Podcast out of Asheville, North Carolina. Go to DestinationComics.com and RockCandyRecordings.com to check out all the other cool shows there, including the one that you heard a spot from earlier. So you know what? I'm not even going to describe this movie because you love it so much that I just already know that you're super on board, so I'll just ask you. I do. Do you concur, Doctor? (laughs) (laughs) Of course you do. Thank you for listening, DNN. To find out more, visit rockcandyrecordings.com.